2: They say, you're as old as you feel. Well, I feel 105, and I'm ready to go. Don't bury me on the lone prairie, no Surrey. I want to go to heaven in a wrestling ring. And I'm going to park that ring just beyond the moon, halfway to the stars. And we're going to have a universal battle royal that goes on for eternity. And I'm going to invite all my rowdy, rowdy wrestling friends to come up there. And I'm going to invite all of you rowdy, rowdy wrestling fans to meet me up there. Heck, in heaven, every seat's front row ringside. In heaven, remember, though, it's B-Y-O-B. In heaven, remember... That is a great place to be, and I'm going to be out front just as soon as this show is over, and I'm going to be peddling tickets to every one of you. And I want to thank you so much. Adios. We love you guys. We love you. Get Stand it up, stand up.
3: back To the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunny. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny, and I am joined as always by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's him. It is him. He's quite the inebriator. It's DPP.
1: Almost every week. Not last week, but you know. I'm back this yeah. week, and I don't want to ruin the surprise, so we should probably just move on. Well, you kind of did. Now, now everybody knows there's a surprise.
0: Yeah, come on, Dan. <laughs> Oh, oh, everybody else have to, to say here? there's a surprise. Oh, you
4: know,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: AJC, a yeah. Well, trivia trickster himself is also here. But yes, folks, it's a very special 390th edition of the DWI podcast. My all time favorite Brew City Wrestling heavyweight champion is here. I call him champ when I see him. He is known as the Bearded Bruiser. Watch your lips because otherwise you might get a boot named Sue. It's
4: none other than
3: our friend, Max Holiday.
4: That's a hell of an introduction. <laughs> uh, almost as sweet as that intro you guys got. I was popping left and right for it. That's DP. We like to yeah, have fun with our good. intro. <laughs> that and, was good. Just Over
3: the years, he flips them in and out. Now he I finds know, what he likes and he pulls and gives. And anyway. He really
4: gives to the world in his own way. Amazing. Great work, sir. Great work. <laughs> How the hell how are you, Max? Thanks for coming
3: back. For a little while.
4: I'm retired now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing good, man. As the kids say, I'm living my best life. Um, just out here in the wrestling world, uh, kicking faces and having a good time doing it.
3: What have you all been up to? Before we get into the show today, we got a few things that breaking news and some serious stuff to talk about. But before that, I, I'm I'm so glad you're here. We don't get a chance to catch up as much as we used to. Just tell me what what you've been doing, um, who
4: you've been working with and and everything else. Uh, Well, uh, not to disclose my age, but uh, I'm getting up there, so I've kind of pulled back a little bit. So I'm only working with a very small handful of companies right now uh, with the, as they say, home fed uh, ARW in Lake Station, Indiana. Uh, I'm working, of course, with Brew City still. Uh, working with POW Entertainment. Um, and I have some dates for Southland Championship coming up. And then I'm participating in the Super Wrestlers. I don't know if you all have heard of that. Inform us. Uh, so the Super Wrestlers, um, the, the way I've been describing it to people is pro wrestling and Star Wars kind of just meet and have a baby. Um, it's the brainchild of the uh, one of the former owners of the Lunatic Wrestling Federation um, of CM Punk fame, a uh, huge promotion in Chicago back in the late 90s. Uh, he is buddied up with the Concord Music Hall in the city of Chicago. Um, it was set up as more of a one-off uh, where he is highlighting was like secondary wrestlers that never really got a chance back in uh, the eighties and nineties. Uh, so there are cha- characters, guys come in here. They're not using their, their regular gimmicks. They come in. Um, there is Vlad bladder, the teen vampire. Uh, there is the USA hole. Um, there is pubic moose. I always have a hard time saying that one uh there there is bidness puppy um I, I, i'm Can ahead I ask
3: a question? have you watched the series the boys uh i've i have not watched it but i
1: have seen like an
3: episode here and there it feels like the boy wrestling meets the boys is
1: what it feels <laughs> like. those do not sound like star wars characters to me
3: oh, no I, no no fair i feel like <laughs> homelander's gonna come down and laser beam someone's asshole out you know i mean what the fuck
4: the,
3: the, I'm intrigued, the though. I'm US, intrigued. Beat uh, that the asshole. best
4: possible way. Uh, was there's Ryor from uh, Crossturnia. Um, um, my character is Destructo yeah. Destroyer of Champions. Can you tell he's us from-
3: about Destructo Destroyer of Champions and his inner workings?
4: Sure. <laughs> uh, he's actually from another dimension with his Madam Shatter. Uh, they were marooned here or forced to come here i'm not really sure exactly because the story hasn't been told but they're stuck on earth and they're trying to get back home and the only way that they believe that they can get back home is by winning the prize of the super wrestlers
3: so you you have a you have a manager or valet madam shatter yes madam
4: shatter who hates all Earth music, all Earth fu- food. She hates everything Earth. So you, you're yeah. we come, coming out to
3: silence then?
4: No, they got some eerie music that we come out to. It's kind of like just that eerie background music. So.
3: so she, so she hates like pop culture and rock music. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah, everything. Like the Illuminati. But if we're getting weird, it's good with it.
4: I guess so. <laughs>
1: It's like something
4: out of Rick
3: and Morty <laughs> that storyline. As much as I'm giving you shit, I am actually interested, and it's pretty cool. It sounds pretty good. Where can people actually, you know, go to find when this is happening and get there and in person and support it?
4: Uh It is this coming Sunday, the, what is that, the 27th of August. Yep, yep 27th. Uh, It is at the Concord Music uh, Hall in Chicago, Illinois. You can go to Concord's uh, website. What it is, I don't know. Use the Google machine. Uh, You can look up Super Wrestlers on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I just tagged them on Twitter and realized they haven't used it since 2020. This has been a concept for years, uh, at least since before 2020. And As they were getting ready to do the first show, COVID shut it down, and it all became very stagnant from there. Well, folks, and that was yeah. until just up until this past June. And I think, yeah, June was when the show was. They had their hey, first show.
3: 90 minute drive from southeast Wisconsin. If you're in the uh, Illinois area, go check it out. I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a show. I, I know Mr. Holiday puts on a hell of a show every time he shows up somewhere. So, at the very least, I can vouch for that. But it sounds fucking pretty interesting.
4: Well worth it. Um, there's an elect uh, uh, a robotic referee that if you touch him, you be, you get electrocuted. I,
0: That's crazy. I definitely need to watch this. This actually sounds interesting.
3: <laughs> that <all I> <laughs> what are the odds? Can I put money down on somebody gets touched in the balls?
4: Sure. I, I mean, you can put money down on anything, really. Yeah. We'll, we'll take that bet.
3: <laughs> That's a good bet, I think. That's a good bet. All right. Well, uh, favorite match you've had in the last over the summer
4: uh favorite match over this past summer or favorite
3: event you did favorite event you did fans were great anything like that
4: well i mean i the 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 first super wrestler event was amazing uh just because of the location the production uh it was one of those things you didn't know how people were going to take to it and the show ended up selling out, and mid-show they got another date added to the lineup. So that's that was great. Um, but I'm going to say that this past summer I did an outdoor show in Hobart, Indiana at the Bricky Bowl. And this is probably my favorite because I had to do the least amount of work and got one of the coolest intros. Uh, that was being introduced by Buddy Roberts Jr. and Tristan Hayes, the Freebirds, and then being escorted to the ring via police car uh, by the Hobart police. So that that whole experience was cool. Uh, and the match was even easier than than that. So Ring
3: the bell, D P. It sounds like a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, so that was a good what's,
3: time. What's it like being on the right side of the law for once? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> It's funny you say that because I, I I don't think any other like podcasts could get away with this if they didn't know Max. But Max, I knows I have the utmost respect for yeah. him. We've known we've known each other for a while.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. And plus, I never see him anymore, so. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, it, it's actually funny though because as we got into the car, uh, preparing to make the entrance, we're sitting there, and I looked over at my tag partner and I go one i never wanted to be back in the back of a police car two never really thought i'd be in the back of a police car for this (laughs) he kind of looks over he goes does this mean we made it i'm like on some level i'm sure (laughs) sure yeah exactly yeah i mean
3: shit it's a fucking cool entrance though right like i think so
4: Oh for sure. I mean getting uh, being driven to the uh to the ring with the police car sirens going, lights going. And of course, no one knows what's happening at the time, so all attention is obviously directed to it. Um so yeah, no, it's a lot of fun and very cool to watch the playback on.
3: Good on you, brother. Uh let everybody know where they can find you so they can show up to all of your shows.
4: Uh I am on <laughs> I'm on X. <laughs> okay. Uh hey uh Uh, at holiday special uh whatever it's the whatever it's gonna be the everything app whatever let's see how it Uh, plays out
3: yeah and everybody wants to migrate somewhere else but then like your entire network has to migrate with you like everybody's exactly
4: yeah yeah i'm leaving no you're not um uh yeah at holiday special and then on facebook max holiday you can find me um instagram i believe it's the same max holiday. max holiday you're gonna find me there you go folks
3: uh like i said i, I can vouch for this man's performances and uh he, he's sincerely dp and i one of our one of our favorite wrestlers so thanks for coming back that. on the show max um absolutely let's take, a quick, let's take a quick commercial break here dp um and we're going to come back and unfortunately we have some unfortunate breaking news we'll be right back dwi 390 chair radio network Welcome back, DWI 390, right here, Chair Shot Radio Network. Don't forget about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the TheChairShot. We have Max Holiday with us. Don't forget to find him on social media. Uh, holiday special on X. Uh, Max Holiday everywhere. Show up to one of his shows. You, you won't regret it. He puts on a, a hell of a performance wherever he goes. We have some unfortunate news to talk about. I jumped into our Chair Shot Radio um, thread 10 minutes before i put this call up and someone i don't even remember who posted it but uh bray wyatt better known as Wyndham rotunda ha- has passed away as we record on thursday he passed away i don't i think it was this morning um the news was broken by triple h on the former twitter known as x now Uh, in which he said that Mike Rotunda had called to inform him that Wyndham Rotunda had passed away. There are no further details. Hunter also asked for everybody to respect the family's privacy. I know we were all shocked in the DM, which was the first kind of conversation I had immediately after finding this out uh, with Greg and Dave and DJ. Um, Greg being a promoter, DJ being a former wrestler, Dave being the fan he is, and everybody was pretty saddened and I had brought up possible. Maybe he's ha- had some mental issues in the past, and knowing knowing nothing at all, just pure speculation on what we've seen. But there has been something said to having an illness that was un- undisclosed. I don't know. We don't know anything right now. I'm not saying any of those things are true. I'm all I'm saying is those are the things that are in the conversation right now. Uh, Max, I mean. <laughs> I, I love having you on the show. It's unfortunate that we have to talk about this. What are your thoughts here on, on what happened? And, and why don't you give us, as someone who's inside the business, your thoughts on, on what you thought of, of uh, Wyndham Rotunda as, as his mark in the business? Uh,
4: I, I saw the tweet from or post from Triple H about oh. 20 minutes after he did it, and... Immediately, I was I was shocked because uh, he's 36 years old. First and foremost, um, he has a family, um, and if I'm not mistaken, there was rumors and talks that he was getting ready to come back after recovering from this illness that he had. Um, so it was shocking, very much so. Um, but uh, I think I saw Joey Avalon post the eccentric the eccentric ones are not meant to last. Let that sink in for a moment. That's you know what it, it's
3: it's interesting to say that and I get where that goes especially mm-hmm. in, in in performance performance arts as in wrestling and music and acting and things of that nature even possibly you know you want to t- throw sporting sporting uh athlete performers in there as well but honestly as much as i think that that's 25 33 percent valid i think that's something the living used to deal with the passing of, of
4: spectacular youth oh yeah absolutely sure uh you, you could totally say that um but I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that it is a sad situation and it's going it, to, the ripple effects of it through the community or through the industry will be felt. Uh, but you said being from the inside, I mean, it, it is a brotherhood amongst everybody. So I I don't know him personally, didn't know him personally, I never met him. So I, I'm purely a fan of what he's done in his work, but I have lost people in the business and it is like losing a family member. Um, There's, there's not, it's a loss. There's a hole in your, in your heart, your soul, your life. Um, So my sympathies go out to those people uh, thoughts and prayers and all the above, however you view it. Um, But it's, it's a tough thing. uh, And I'm sure um, over, over time, uh, we're gonna find out more of what happened with him. Um, um we could speculate all day long, but yeah, at know, this moment, I
3: don't, I don't want us to do that. I just know that you know we knew about there was a illness, right? Or or rumors of that. But beyond that, I'm not I'm not trying that, to get yeah. any deeper
4: than that. At no, all. no, no. And that's what I was gonna say. At this moment, we should just show the reverence to the family and him as a as a person, a human a performer. Yeah. Um And and you know everyone's going to take it their way, and uh, we'll sit here and wish the best for the family. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just rambled on that one because you caught me off guard there. A no,
3: no, not at all. I I wanted to hear what you had to say. I want to hear what everybody has to say because this is like, you know, I there's a lot of sorrow in in even just being a wrestling fan sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, D, DP and I were both in our early 40s when we were in our early 20s. We roomed together for, what, almost three years, right? Something like that. And during that time period, uh, we watched every Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and every pay-per-view together because we're that big of wrestling fans, and we lost people like Benoit and Guerrero and Mm -hmm. others in that time period. So it's very real. Um, Any wrestling fan watches Friday Night SmackDown, I don't care if you don't like WWE. uh, They're going to there's going to be a lot of people watching friday because oh for sure you're gonna you're gonna want to have to share this sorrow with the rest of your community um dp give me your thoughts because we've we've shared a lot of these uh moments unfortunately
1: together yeah, yeah. never uh, never fun and oh it seems like we we get them a lot which is which isn't good um it's never fun it's, First and foremost, prayers to the family, and just hope they get through this and, and come out, you know, on the other side better and everything. You know, as a, as a family. And, uh, you know, he was he was a character that was different. You know, a lot of people started at the beginning kind of compared it to to like an Undertaker type of vibe. You know, it was it was a but it was different. It was all, you know this the whole Wyatt family that did, that was created that he ran, and had this cool group, this really cool aura, uh, an entrance like nobody else's, you know, this whole Firefly thing, um, you know, was really, had a great mystique, had a great character behind him, and, and was great in the ring, too, and you know, it was always fun to watch and always entertaining to see what they were going to do next, you know, as, as the group, too, and you know, and, you know, Cody Lee the other one, you know, that he's, you know, we lost him not too long ago, too you know, part of the Wyatt family and you know the the things that he did you know the characters that he created coming up with the fun the fun house when he moved over to that started having those kind of oddball things and, and being able to make it work through the pandemic too which was you know when that happened was like oh man you don't know what's going to happen and and they, they made it work it was such a great character and a great idea that that kind of thing could work without a live crowd and still be entertaining and fun uh You know, he just, he he brought some really good ideas. It seemed like he had really good, really, The Fiend, right after that, too. You know, he just, he had some great characters, some great ideas, you know, a great mind for the business. And that's always really tough to lose because that's something that you can take, you know, you could use after you're done wrestling, you know, behind the scenes, you know, great for creative type of stuff. It's going to be, I, I think, you know, a terrible loss for the business overall, even something he could have taken on past his wrestling career. Unfortunately, we'll never get to see that.
3: AJ, just give me your thoughts on just, just give me your thoughts just on Wyndham Rotunda on
1: Bray Wyatt.
0: Okay. We know I'm usually the naysayer because I wasn't the biggest fan of the Wyatt six stuff, but he was very entertaining. He had a different mind than everyone else has. Uh, I'll be the first one to say I think he should have been the person to end Undertaker's streak at 31, but we didn't get that, obviously. We, we've we seen me like poo-poo on the Wyatt Six thing, the Uncle Howdy stuff, maybe because I didn't like it or whatnot, but he did have that different mind. As you said, Max, the eccentric ones don't last long. He had that different mindset. He wasn't all... Like, oh, well, this is going to happen in this wrestling match and everything. He had layers to it. He was telling a slow burn story. And you don't really see that much anymore. You don't really see that at all, actually. So he definitely had an old school mindset with a new school flair to it. Like I said, I was the biggest naysayer for a while, but he did have a great mind for wrestling. He definitely could have been a producer or a writer later on, if he just wanted to call it quits on in-ring stuff. But hearing this, that he's, he was 36, just unexpectedly passing away and everything else. That's just, I, I kind of want to know what happened, but at the same time, I'm like, how? Yeah. It,
3: it, you know, I, I just feel bad for the family and I think we all have that same sentiment. I think everybody touched on a lot of great things. Uh, he's going to be missed. He's someone that will be very much remembered and we all just feel really bad for the family right now. So from everybody here on the show today and church radio network, our thoughts and prayers are with the family, our condolences and rest in peace, Wyndham uh, Rotunda. Unfortunately it doesn't get any easier today. So I wanted to, um, not have to retransition to this mood, but Terry Funk passed away as well. Uh, eh, Terry Funk is a fucking legend. Terry Funk is just—it's <sighs> not even right to say what Terry Funk is anymore. Of how PC this world has become—is all I'm gonna say. I—I uh, want to say. To all of his family and friends, on behalf of everybody here today and the network, our 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 utmost respect and 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 uh, prayers for the family and R.I.P. Terry Funk. Max, do you want to close this uh, part of the show with your thoughts and and maybe some inspiration you had from Terry Funk? You had to be a Funk fan.
4: Terry Funk, uh, tougher Can than I, shoe I, leather. Were you-
3: before you go, I I, I, I like this. I do this in the most utmost respect because I love Terry Funk, but my oh my eye! Okay, go ahead. I had to get it out. I love I love Terry. Uh,
4: Terry Funk uh, tougher than shoe leather. Um, man, that was one of the toughest, maybe one of the dumbest son of a bitches in pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he would and he would tell you that you know to his face or to your face um, no Terry uh, <laughs> the funks just as the family were amazing but Terry uh, obviously stood out from the rest and it was funny because I was talking with a group of friends today about it and uh, they're talking about how you know with when a wrestler passed independent guys tend to go and start borrowing moves and tribute. Um, and of course, you know, everyone's running down oh, we're going to do the Texas pile driver, this and that I'm going to come out with the, um, chainsaw. And I was like, man, I'm just going to grab some, some stockings and throw them on my face with some baby. powder. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm
3: going to look more like him than you will with the chainsaw. <laughs>
4: Charlie. Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah. But, uh, there will never be another like good old Terry Funk. Um, man, it, that dude was just, just one bad mother, one bad motherfucker. So rest in peace to Terry and his family. Yeah. Did you have
3: any interactions with him?
4: Terry Funk? Yeah. No, no, no. I, now I saw something today and I don't get much into the personal lives, but I saw Terry Runnels. Were they a thing? Yeah. Everyone's got the same look I had when I saw the videos. I was like, "What?" Like it's, I jumped over on her page on X, and uh, it, she had a video of her and Terry out. Um, I don't know where they were, but it was you know mountains behind them, and they're sitting there hugged up, kissing on each other. I was like, "Oh really? What? Oh, wow!" Yeah. wow.
1: Trying to make Goldust jealous, I think.
4: Yeah, I took it as relationship <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I mean. But, yeah, no, Terry, Terry fun- wanted to stick it to Dusty Rhodes one more and time. And i was going to say, Bray and Terry sound like Kevin's new most
3: formidable tag team. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. <sighs> Terry, we, one of the greats. We, yeah, we joke because it hurts a little. Um, we're going to miss uh, Wyndham Rotunda and Terry Funk. Um, thanks for all the sentiments, guys. We're gonna take a break here. DWI three ninety. Max Holiday is in the house here with DP, myself, and AJ Belaz. We'll be right back here on Chairshot Radio Network.
2: Now, a word from my God, our sponsor.
3: Why should you visit the TheChairShot.com The is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fans. The Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI 390, Chair Shot Radio Network. Don't forget prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get your chair shot t shirt before Labor Day weekend. I'm sure there's a password. I bet it's like Labor Day or something like that, and you get 20% off. Um, yeah, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Max Holiday in the house today. I think X is a great place to follow him because uh, he is one hell of a uh, X follow. He he has some really cool, cool, fun stuff on there, and if you actually post something that is funny or he likes, he'll like it. Like he's 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 not opposed to mixing with the peasants. So, holiday special on X.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a subscription on there, so you can follow me for free.
3: (laughs) There you go. He's a man of the people, Max Holiday. There you go. Find him in your nearest backseat of a police car. Legally, legally. <laughs> As I walk the edge here with Max holiday, let's get into the story of one man who has possibly wrestled his last match, which he says in Toronto ever, let's talk about edge. Let's talk about all the people that think he's going to go to AEW. And then let's talk about how wrong they were for now. And let's just get into the whole thing. Dan, you're laughing your ass off. We'll let Max go last on this one. Eh? Um uh, <laughs> what do you think here Edge? what's next for Edge AEW bound, It goes away comes back at the Rumble, finishes at Mania is he done done
1: Royal Rumble I mean I don't think he's when I saw they always oh, go to AEW I'm like okay, you know what I'll, I, you never say never in the business right of wrestling but I, I no, fuck no please no, I don't want that to happen <laughs> uh, you know I think I think there's better chance of Christian coming back to WWE than there is of Edge going to AEW. So we'll see. Uh, but I, you know, he 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 came out, did his little video saying, you know, bullshit. He didn't, you know, WWE didn't say no or block at a price or anything like that. He's got to, you know, they'll figure it out. They'll they'll get him back. if He's going to do whatever business he wants to close out his career on. I know he loved the match with Sheamus, but you know, it feels like there's something else still there. I'm sure he wants, uh, you know, going out at Mania. As much as he said isn't necessarily the big thing, but I mean, come on. Like, I think there'll be more of a roll-up to his retirement than just kind of a week notice, almost not even. So, yeah, I see him taking a break for a while, coming back at, at the Royal Rumble, and and if he wants to close it out towards Mania, then he closes it out at Mania. But I, I'm sure he's got at least one more run coming here, and some kind of retirement path send off thing more of a rick flair-esque you know some matches knowing he's going to be retiring shortly aj do you agree with dp's sentiments or is he just full of shit
0: i i think he's still gonna have that sporadic legends like royal rumble surprise appearance no, usually nope.
3: No firm denial of you being of you not being full of shit DP so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, so far go because on. I he's not going to he's not going to AEW. <laughs> like <sighs> I, it, as much as it makes sense for him to be with Christian Cage for one last run or whatever, he's not going to AEW. There's there's no reason for him to go there he
3: Max wants to talk so bad right now.
0: <laughs> but what I'm going to say is this they announced John Cena is going to be on SmackDown next month. That's perfect for Edge to just be like, maybe a one-off just to face my old rival one more time. If not, he's gonna. this is his sunset moment. He wants to be a dad, open Canada. Go do that. If he wants to do that, go do that. I don't think he's going anywhere but WWE. He'll make sporadic appearances here and there, and that's it. Max.
3: Oh, oh, hold on. He's got to get ready. For no, the
0: lighting of the cigarette. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> I would have rather you just said thank you and went on your way.
4: There's so many things that go through my head while listening to you guys, and I tried to write them down, and I literally wrote <laughs> just one word down and said, fuck it. Marks. I'll try it. to. Will, yeah, we'll go, go from the hip, I guess. Okay, so I... I saw the whole deal where he, he laid out that challenge to Sheamus. See, this is here, let me start here. This is what I like about WWE right now. Cause you don't know what's happening. You don't know if this is work. You don't know if this is a storyline. And and if it is either way, there's so many different possibilities as to what can happen. I mean let's probably the most uh I can't think of the word. Um Anyways, most likely what everyone thinks is going to happen is he's going to take his break and come back at Rumble, make a Rumble return, fair, fair. But he already did that; he already had that big return there. Um, thinking about it from a from, if I was him, in his position and where he's at, I mean, he has stated look, now contracts up, correct? That's where we're at. He's done. Extension is in the email. They've extended. Now I've also heard they haven't extended. I've heard that he's been offered things that they didn't just they didn't care to meet. Um, so what's to say? From a selfish businessman point of view, his contract is done. He is in very good standing with WWE, Triple H, all those guys. What's to say he doesn't take this opportunity to go home, spend a little time at home, maybe pop up on one of the biggest pro wrestling shows that's getting ready to happen in the world because who wouldn't want to wrestle in front of 80,000 people at Wembley Stadium? That, that's fine. I, I think that's more of a possibility. Not so much him becoming all elite, but I could see him doing a short run just to do that, even if it's a one-off. And still being able to go back to WWE and finish off WrestleMania, whatever, however you want to do it. Or... Do you think that's a a possibility? I mean, how likely... I I
3: don't... (laughs) I don't know, obviously. That's why we sit here and talk every week, right? Um, and you know better than I do about the business, obvious, and obviously, in so many different ways. But I just don't see, even though McMahon's not there anymore, I still don't see Hunter going, yeah, you go ahead. You help AEW sell this show that they did four-for-ones for not a lot of money to sell all these tickets. And oh, gee, can you tell who I'm a fan of? But everything's <laughs> good. All rest is good. I don't see Hunter going, you go do that, and then come back and, and finish up here at Mania. Um, the only way, if I'm Edge and I'm doing that, is if I'm retiring Sting in London. Or, and if I'm done with WWE.
4: A man that has everything, as he stayed in his video, he's done what he's wanted to do, it usually comes down to this point of just being selfish for yourself. Here's yeah. my thing, if too. That, if that means him going and being... At AEW for two, three months. I don't even know how long it would run. Maybe one off. Here's I could see is. that being done. And, and, it, and it doesn't matter, though, with what Triple H says because he's not under contract.
1: Here
4: you go. Here so you know, this is, what, I, this, this you know, is what's happening. To give
3: him a contract, though, after he goes and does it either. Here's my thing Bully Ray goes on and says AEW would pop a million if the Hardys and the Dudleys showed up, right? And then he's like, we could do Edge and Christian stuff, too. And now he comes after all this contract shit and goes, do you really think WWE is going to let AEW outbid them for Edge, a homegrown talent who would be moving on and let him go back and forth? So it's like you're dancing on both lines there. I just, if Edge wants to do it, good for him. I, I think the percentage of him coming back is not great then. Oh,
2: they drove a dump truck full of money up to my house. I'm not made of stone. (laughs)
3: he's got a lot of money he's got a lot more money to make he's he's already in percy jackson and the olympians a new movie coming out he's gonna be a hollywood career still
4: that's a valid point exactly who's to say i mean again if you want to make the argument that he may make the small jump to aew whether it's a short run a one-off whatever it is the argument's there but i say all of that to say this this is also edge If he's going to finish out and make his last run in, it's going to be with WWE. And why not play off of, like WWE has been doing, what's happening around them? There is a big pro wrestling show happening. His contract is up. Why not go to social media and say, "Mm, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, my God, there's so much doubt posted there in that two-minute video he said where I'm happy. I'm raising my kids. I don't know. The contract extension is there. Who's to say he's not going to sign it? Who's to say he's not going to come back? Who's to say the thing when Sheamus pays off at WrestleMania because they're buddies right now? You know what I mean? Who's to say so many different scenarios?
3: Edge is in pain. You to say all this shit on our show right now?
4: Who's to say? (laughs)
3: Yeah, there. (laughs) I I mean, it'd be boring if I just sat here and went, "Oh, Max, you're so..." You know, I mean, I I agree with what a lot of what you're saying, but we got to have a little argument, you know? No,
4: absolutely. The of it's it? just there's so many possibilities just, right now, yeah. and we could all be wrong. just so wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say, we, we could all be wrong. All he wrong. Just comes back next week, right? Ruins it yeah. all. We're all sitting here with these million dollar ideas, and he blows it all on a fucking two minute video and shows up next week. And <laughs> whatever, whatever providence they're in,
0: he can go to AEW, he, <laughs> could, he could be a dad, or he could just show up on SmackDown next Friday. Who knows?
4: Oh my god. Uh, it's Ed, in the wind. Who knows?
3: All-time all top 20, 10, 25, 50. Of all-time? What, what? Edge all-time. Edge. Oh, Edge
4: all-time? Oh, all um, you, can, you can deal like 50 or 100 or 75 or 25 no, or I, would, I, I. I don't want to get into the nuts and bolts, but I would... Let's All right. just oh, generally just, speak and say I would throw them in top 20 for sure.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hell of a career. I mean, you throw in like for the, sure. tag, the tag title success along with the world championships. Right. So
4: three second pose. Was it three seconds? I don't remember. Yeah. Three oh, seconds. It,
0: it was five, five second
4: pose. It was five. Three minute warnings. What I'm thinking I'm combining too many tag teams now. Uh, five second pose. Can I remind you of something else? Max, you ready for this one? So does
3: rule.
0: Yeah, they do.
4: <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: you
4: know what else does? Kazoos. <laughs> oh shit. But All right. also, I mean, who doesn't want to edge and Christian reunion?
3: What's the likelihood that Edge that Christian comes back to that, well, how long is his contract with AEW? We
4: should uh. say that doesn't happen at AEW where they get a little bit more creative freedom?
3: Oh, God, I just I don't I...
4: <laughs> however, <laughs>
3: so while gonna... we're on the top. I suck so bad when I'm wrong. I don't want to see him in AW. okay? Can I just come off I from behind the argument push and say, I don't want Edge in AW?
4: I get it, but money, creative, I mean, come on now. Um, well, how about Christian Romo Did you hear the latest one that he cut on this new kid that's with Darby Allen?
3: Yes. I, I uh, the last thought. one I cool. saw him cut on a kid was his own and told her to, that Ed security should escort her out of the, sorry. Go ahead.
4: Let me see if I can play this for you. The edge is, or Christian is amazing. Hold on.
3: Oh, you're you're already doing that.
0: just copy and pasted from
3: jungle
4: boy (laughs) christian is doing some of the best heel work of
3: the business right now yeah
4: i saw that this afternoon and i probably watched it 10 different times and laughed harder each time i watched it do you know what it makes me think of
3: like the 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 jerk store called and they're all out of you well you're the best all-time seller yeah well i had sex with your wife (laughs) his wife's in a coma (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus.
0: <laughs> you Uh I mean even That's when great. even when Christian was in TNA, he did some really good promo work, too.
4: That's what I'm saying. When when they get a little bit of that creative freedom and can be them more or less, you get some better stuff. I'm not saying AEW is a better product or WWE is a better product. I'm just saying they get a little bit more creative freedom over there and you get a little bit Better content.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough. We're gonna take. Uh, give me a. Give me. Let's do this. We're gonna hear from Creebuck. Uh, get over here, damn it.
4: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
3: Platt loves when I do that, but I think uh, before we go back to the main roster, I need a beer. So that probably means it's time for. Uh, I couldn't find the tab.
0: It's on top of the cans. Oh fuck! Awesome. <laughs> I already. <had> two <laughs> what a, oh yeah. What, oh yeah. A funny man for for guests, huh? <laughs> I I have a little bit of a humorous side. It it could be I dad hear, humor, it could be dark humor, I, and everything in between. I'm just kidding. I, yeah, was I just, know. I know. Just riffing to get back to the chair. Uh, I know you're riffing to make sure you get some total BS because it's trivia time. I know you guys know I have three questions. Just to let Max know. Three questions I usually ask door number one, two, or three. Everyone writes down their answers after the Jeopardy theme goes off, and whoever gets it right gets a point. If not, well, Tony's going to get a little mad, because he's usually the one that's on the receiving end of wrong. I don't like fucking losing, okay? So, Max, since you're the guest, and surprisingly (laughs) guests usually have a really good time on Trivia, I'll let you decide. So, so he go. says before the segment starts of his own.
3: <laughs> oh, by the way, you're gonna have a great time. Don't you're gonna have a great time.
0: Her. Like I think only one guest ever ever lost in trivia when they came on. No, no I'm gonna
4: pressure. I won't be that guy. I just <laughs> I think I just showed my brain power when I couldn't remember Darby Allen's name. So, <laughs> so I'll let you decide
0: door number one, two, or three.
4: Uh number three.
0: I'm not Platt, I'm not gonna do the the Pavlov No. You know Platt, right, Max?
3: Who? Black guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know who we're talking about.
0: There's only
3: two. (laughs) Oh my god, that was way worse. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay um oh
2: yeah
1: not only is trivia over but we're over <laughs> see ya
3: everybody <laughs> knew what i was talking about and you took it <laughs> over the line aj let's be clear okay uh we needed a little bit let trivia right i'll save you by saying there's three so go ahead
0: uh who which wrestler has the shortest Interco- intercontinental Championship reign. You gotta write it down after the music. Show me the answer. Shortest Intercontinental Championship reign, sense for getting close to breaking the longest. And being confident. Acting like you said. Having- most powerful paint chart ever honestly I've seen this one recently and I can guess and Tunny's just Tony. with his rest, resting Tunny face alright so Tunny says Y2J
3: Chris Jericho Y2J Chris Jericho just to be specific
0: Dan says Dean Ooh. Douglas
4: I don't think he ever... Ooh, that's solid I don't even know if he's won the title he was and handed Max... the title
0: Oh, the blur. Ah, I got the blur. blur. What does it say? One, two, three, kid. One, two, three, kid. uh Dan got the point right. It is Dean Douglas, Shane Douglas. He held it for 15 minutes.
1: He was handed the title after HBK had to vacate it, and Razor beat him for it. Oh, the Razor or Sean.
3: Ooh, my name is Dan. I never did
4: drugs. I remember things. <laughs> as soon as I saw Dean Douglas, like that whole scenario just played out <laughs> in my head. As like, son of a bitch, he's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually. uh, ton two, of one or two.
3: Two. Two, AJ. I'll drop a fucking big fat deuce for you. You can't force Dan to do a deuce this time? It's total BS. Nah, I won't do it. Uh, I, want be, I want him to pick me
0: up. I want to pick me up on Saturday so i don't have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, who is the last male wrestler in WWE to get the Grand Slam accomplishment? I did have this as a question before, but now the answer has changed.
3: He kind of gave, gave it away. He kind of gave it away. Kind of give it away. Did you give it away? Did you give it away? Am
0: I right? Give I might away? have given it away now.
1: I couldn't think about it. Yeah, damn
0: it. Tony says Rey Mysterio. Dan says Miz, and Max says yeah. Miz as well. So before I actually reveal the question, since I said it out loud, <laughs> Chantel's dad heard it, and he, and he just went Randy Orton. I'm like, nobody has won. So wow, I'm surprised. <laughs> Um, but it is actually Kevin Owens after winning the tag. Games, Mysterio already was a Grand Slam champion. Mysterio was already a United States champion like two, three years ago. You're a jerk. You're just learning that.
1: Uh, no, wait, wait, hang <laughs> on a second. There's, there's something different for him. Yorikon right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> You never heard that one before, Max.
4: Oh, that's great. No, I have. I just thought it was great. I wasn't sure where we were oh. going. It's oh, pretty accurate for me.
3: You and I are coming up on a loss here. DP's up one nil nil. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we'll for this it. last one, I know what the last is about. I did say it before. Uh, we I heard the Bray Wyatt news this is a terry funk question who did he beat to win his extreme championship wrestling world title reign who did he beat and i had to say extreme championship wrestling and not eastern championship wrestling because he held that beforehand i had to make a technicality (sighs) Who did he be in the land of extreme and Philly?
3: Uh, we don't call him the trivia trickster for nothing well done this week on the questions, AJ. I'd
0: like to thank the Academy. Dan says Sabu. Max says Taz. And Tunny says just incredible. So Dan wins because none of you got it. It was Raven. Well, uh, I'm talking about this fucking game. It's total BS.
3: If I said Eastern Championship Wrestling, though, no, it oh, would have been shut Sabu. That game's over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's go! Oh,
3: what do you mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about today here with one Max Holiday. Max, thanks for coming on and, and, um, you know, uh, just uh, playing along.
4: I appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for uh, inviting me. It's always fun to come out and do these podcasts, um, especially on a whim. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) All
0: what,
3: and whatnot. <laughs> I, think, I want to get some of your thoughts on different big storylines going right now and okay. what better place to start than the bloodline storyline. And I don't want to just ask you what you think about each part of it. Maybe you can get into a little bit of where you think it's going, but would you, where would you rate this all time?
4: Uh, bloodline. I would definitely rate this is probably at least one of the top five storylines for sure. Right up there. With um,
3: is and everything with who mega powers and everything.
4: Yeah. There was a bell ring in my ear. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to use his words all the time.
0: Uh, damn wrestling <laughs> I,
4: I have
1: props. I'm just the prop guy. So props and sounds
4: fair enough. Yeah. I would definitely put it in the in top five storylines. Um, it's been great to watch and I mean, that's pro wrestling right there and they've done a great job of telling the story where it's going. I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of people think it's going to be solo that dethrones uh, the, the tribal chief, but
3: I don't know. Maybe. Well, let, let me tell you this. Uh, Gunther could be passing the Tonkster here uh, the second week of September. In addition Roman would pass the Hulkster the second week of September next year, that 1484 number. I mean, Ooh. let me just throw this at you. If he gets the Mania 40 and wins, like, that's where we're going, right? I mean, it's just a,
4: oh, for skip, sure. a jump summer, right? For sure. Uh, the question is, do we get to Mania? Are we going to get uh, a Rock versus Roman? Is that going to happen?
3: I thought we were going to get it
1: last year.
4: I think it was supposed to happen last year, but timing-wise for good old Dwayne didn't work out well. I feel
1: like it'd be much better right now with the writer's strike, right? Yeah, I was about to say,
0: I don't, I don't think there's any movies he's in or anything. So. you would have the biggest Survivor Series ever.
4: Absolutely. I
0: mean, the Rock did also debut a Survivor Series, so that works out too.
4: I think it's a great story, though. It's, it's been a great story for the past couple of years. Um, and kudos to Roman going from someone that no one really wanted to see to everyone acknowledging him. I, I think it's been a great been a great story that I feel was kind of forced at first, and once they stopped forcing it, the organicness of if that's a word, of the storytelling just allowed it to happen.
3: I meant I meant what you know.
4: You, you, okay. Good. Isn't you do? Saint the word. Acknowledge me. L A night. I like L A night. Um, I'm, I'm going to say I've always been a fan of Eli Drake, but I like L A night. I like what he's doing. Um, I do feel he is very nos- uh, much a nostalgia type of act. I mean, I feel like Rock and Stone Cold had a baby, and here we are. Um, but. Over he's getting the pops he's he can work. Um, I'm curious to see how this whole thing with Miz plays out, how they let it play out. Uh, I is he ready f- to run with the ball? Mm, maybe not yet, especially by WWE's formula. So, but I do like him. I do like it. I like what's happening there. What about the tag
3: titles? Haven't seen them used a lot on the men's side. I know they've had injuries with Zayn and Owens, but it's kind of on both sides of the roster, men's and women's, we've, the tank divisions have just become irrelevant once again.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they put on Usos. Usos held him for forever, and it made sense with the story. But now that it's on Kevin and Sammy, what what are we doing? Uh, who is it they're in the middle of? They're helping Cody with. Who are they helping him with? No. Uh, Judgment uh, Day. Uh,
3: Judgment okay. Day. But good, transition that, right into that when you're done with this.
4: Well, I think that would be ideal for them to transition to Judgment Day. Because I mean, if you think about it, they're very similar stories kind of. Um, and again, Judgment Day, I wasn't sure where that was gonna go. Yeah, it's like everybody forgot that Edge started it in the weird transition between him and Finn
3: Balor. Like that was just kind of like you didn't plan that <laughs>
4: right and when that transition happened i was like oh this story's dead this is dead because it was just so awkward right i that- i
0: remember all of us saying it's like what, what what do we do now? Like the, the Dominic now is like important true they, they dove head first and knee deep into Dominic and Rhea
3: and Rhea proved her worth ten times over as one mm. of the best female wrestlers in the world and Dominic as the biggest heat seeker in the fucking world. The guy just he just goes to put the mic up and it's fucking it's perfect. He is a fucking Guerrero. He's fucking Vicky Guerrero. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not literally or figuratively please don't say that name um she might show up uh, again yeah she's
4: horrible i I like what they're doing with them um i'm curious to see how it plays out because i still feel it's a little unstable uh once they get this whole train are they gonna break up are they not gonna break up you need to have the solidarity for similar to the bloodline story um i just think that's they're not i don't think they're sure what's gonna happen yet because they're letting the crowd kind of dictate this, in my opinion. Because, again, that transition over to Finn, I was like, "Mm, not sure. But then with everybody doing their parts and playing it well, it's kind of like, I feel it's kind of similar to a Road Dogg and Billy Gunn scenario. Don't know what we're going to do with them, so here you guys go. I won't. Um, Oh, you
3: didn't know. I did it. Um, Uh, Are you going to tell somebody? What about the money money in the... Okay, I think you he just did. Your, you got yours. Money in the bank briefcase.
4: Cash in and a win. I, you know that used to be a really good. The odds used to be in favor of the uh, briefcase holder.
3: <laughs> if you're a woman, they still are. But if you're a man, it's just been really not slim pickings. <laughs> um,
4: I mean, can you see him taking out Seth Rollins? Cause that's all, I mean, it's not going to be Roman. There's not, there, that's just not going to happen. That Whoever takes Roman out. That's they're a part of the storyline already or have been. I mean, maybe I mean, Seth, is, Seth is doing they, a hell of a job of putting that belt well, over.
3: If you really want to see if, if, if freeze has it, and I think they can trust him. Like, look at, they've given him bad Bunny and everything else. And he's fucking knocked it out of the park. Like, he, he is is mature, he you know, with the right ring schedule as far as mm-hmm. matches go. You know, he doesn't have to work every week, but he's getting better on the mic. He doesn't pull the arrow out of his back when he comes out anymore. Thank God for that. If Seamus could get yeah. rid of that fucking sword, not Seamus McIntyre, get rid of that fucking sword, we'd be better off. I think Edge took it with him to do the movie. But I think that if he... Maybe he cashes in after Rollins wins at Royal Rumble, and then you get like a triple threat at Mania for that, where he just kind of holds the belt as a third party in the storyline, loses it at Mania, and you can really see what he's got there. Not as not not disrespectful third party, but like third third in line on who's going to be in this. Him, Rollins, and who? Are you saying like a transitional type thing for him? Like, but but from January to, to to April, that's not a bad time to be transitional. That's like the ultimate transitional champion about the utmost amount of time in the most important period of the year.
4: Do you really want a transitional champion in those couple months, though?
3: If if you're surrounded with like a Seth Cody storyline on it,
4: Cody.
1: I'd like to. I think it'd be interesting to see uh, Cody get his shot at Rollins, and before Cody has a chance to win it. Outcomes comes priest and screws him over for his chance to his finish the story shit. And, you know, he doesn't get a shot at the, he doesn't get the title. He was just about to win or he wins it. And Damien priest screws Max. him over. Cause he's still kind of in that judgment day
0: storyline. We're with still Al. carrying over the story Max. from last Max.
3: week. At some point, DP will let us know how he really feels today.
4: <laughs> I'm not to have
3: a soundbite for that. <laughs>
4: So I, I I mean maybe that's a possibility. I can see Priest cashing it in over a Cody taking it off Rollins. They can't do. You know,
3: can they do the tag titles? Do they take the tag titles with it?
4: I don't know. But Cody eventually gets drafted to uh, to SmackDown and begins his ascent to dethroning Roman. I'll tell you
3: what, Roman should pass Hogan. You haven't heard this. Roman should pass Hogan and I think he passes him on a he ties him on a Saturday so he could win at a pay-per-view. Passes him on a Sunday or no ties him on Sunday so he wins the pay-per-view the night before meaning he's going to show up at Raw passing him, right? Well, in 2024 when he shows up at Raw, Dominic Mysterio is going to be the money in the bank holder. So on day 11, (laughs) Five, We got the biggest fucking heat-seeking missile in the fucking <laughs> At this time, Roman's turned face. The whole bloodline is there. I think Alpha and Sika are there for the fucking ceremony. And Latino heat just fucking takes them out.
0: He has he, said this for
3: he months. He can't even now. talk right now. He can't even talk right now. He's so impressed. <laughs> Tell me how wrong
4: I am. I mean, that's some great fantasy booking. <laughs> yeah, by Tony. So Dominic Mysterio taking out Roman Reigns would be the biggest fuck you to so many people. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, I, I mean, anything is possible. All
3: right. Give us uh, give us one thing that you're enjoying that we haven't talked about here. Maybe that's off the radar. It doesn't have to be WWE. Just something people can watch on television. Whichever one of the AEW, uh, TNA, New Japan, What what are you enjoying as a storyline? Maybe it is WWE outside anything major that we've talked about.
4: Oh, man. You know, I I so loosely pay attention. Um, I don't sit down and watch the programs. I watch the programs the day after. I watch the highlights. (laughs) I watch what I want to see. So everything we've talked about is what I'm really paying attention to. Uh, Bloodline, Judgment Day, Cody Rhodes, um, AEW, I am more interested in watching the the feud that is non-existent but is actually really there between cm punk and the elite and dynamite and collision like i think that's the real story um but that's always fun just because of the quote-unquote realism there you thank you thank you and i'll let people who
3: aren't able to read into that uh suffer Uh, can their their suffering continue good good (laughs) let's get out of here max thanks for joining us today i really appreciate it i'm going to let you go last here uh you can follow me at pc tunny you can follow the show at podcast dwi on x and uh, don't forget about all your favorite podcasts sports entertainment and sports entertainment right there chair shot radio network dp you
1: can follow me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me dpp and this show at podcast dwi on the x i guess and facebook.com slash podcast.
0: aj you can follow me practically anywhere on social media at phenomenal ajb ajb in all caps and also don't forget to also read our articles on thechairshot.com we don't just have podcasts galore we also have articles galore you can find it everywhere on the chair shot sports entertainment and sports entertainment so let me kick it off to our guest, Max Holiday. Thank you again. Where can they find you, and what can they see you doing in the
4: future? Well, guys, thank you for inviting me on. Thank you for having me. It's always a blast to sit down with like-minded people and have a conversation about something I know something about. Um, but they can find me on the old Facebook, Max Holiday. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Max Holiday. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Max Holiday. You can find me on X at Holiday Special. And most every other weekend, you can find me most likely at your local VFW. Um, but that's where I'm at. All right, folks. Thanks again to Max Holiday, Chair Shot Radio
3: Network, the thechairshot.com. Like we've already said, and don't forget ProWrestlingTeas.com. Uh, until next time, uh, RIP Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt.
4: ShareShot.com. Always
3: use your head. For 100 points and where the points don't matter, Max Holiday. what was that outro theme song?
4: I wasn't even listening. I was waiting for the show to end.
3: <laughs> Bring the ball. Damn it, that's better than him knowing. Whatever, Max. we <laughs>
2: <laughs> really glad that you're our friend.
1: And this is a friendship that